the mapping process. is detailed and specific as it reads make money and lots of it you can build knowledge of stock trading by applying the common principles of technical analysis support resistance and trends to options trading for many people options are an area of the sh- of the stock market there they've never heard of Many others have heard of options, but have heard more about all of the money people have lost trading options, so they are consequently afraid of them. Still, others have traded options in the past and are familiar with most of the basic concepts around them, to one level of success or another. Although the volume of trading options has been growing over the last several years, the fact remains that options are a strange, complex financial vehicle to most people. Most options traders fall into the category of reasonably experienced investors who have been trading for many years just because you may be new to the options market however doesn't mean that you can't be successful in trading you simply need to give yourself the proper education and knowledge of the various techniques and strategies associated with trading options options in general are an aggressive investment in trading strategy If you cannot afford to tolerate a high level of risk, you shouldn't trade options. It is worthwhile to note, however, that if you can accept a higher level of risk, there are a variety of methods and strategies you can use to minimize and manage the risk you take. There are also options strategies that in reality are very conservative. Options can be an effective way to manage risk in stock trades. In addition, covered calls give you a a way to generate income on stocks you already own. In this material, we will outline several different strategies as they apply to options and the risk associated with each. A common mistake that many investors who are new to options make is to attempt to master every strategy they learn. Indeed, there are many strategies available and we should make sure to spend enough time on each one to become familiar with. However, you don't have to master them all. As you work to learn each strategy, you'll identify strategies that appeal to investment styles, tolerance for risk, and attitude more than others. That is perfectly natural. In fact, the most effective options traders identify only the strategies that work best for them and then use them again and and again over time. I may decide that covered calls are the thing to do, while buying calls and puts might be more risky than... I'm willing to deal with that's fine I can trade options and create profit potential with just one or two strategies that if that two strategies if that is all you're comfortable with this chapter will cover the following topics how to gain broker approval to trade options the basic component that make up an option the principles of leverage and risk as they relate to options contracts basic requirements to trade options Anybody can trade options, provided a few conditions are met. First, in order to trade options, your broker needs to give you permission. Just because you have a brokerage account doesn't mean that you can trade options right away. In addition to setting up your brokerage account, you can also fill out an options authorization application. You can call your broker to have this mailed to you. You can also have your broker mail this to you. Visit their local branch office if they have one, or you can likely download the application from their website. 
Some brokerages will also allow you to fill out the application and submit it online. This application will ask for similar information that you provided when established when establishing the brokerage account, such as investment experience and objectives, but the questions will be options specific. Depending on answers to those questions, broker will assign you a level of options permission. These levels are fairly standardized as follows. Level 1 options trading is limited. Level 1 options trading is limited to writing, selling covered calls only. Level 2 options trading is limited to level 1 along with buying call or put options. Level 3 options trading is limited to levels 1 and 2 along with the use of options spread strategies. Level 4 options trading is limited to levels 1, 2, and 3 along with the selling of naked equity options. And level 5 options trading is limited to levels 1, 2, 3, and 4 along with selling of naked index options. Levels 1 and 2 are the levels that most traders start with. If you're only approved to level 1, don't worry. You can still create profit potential as an options investor using covered calls. If I'm approved for at least level 2, however, I'll be able to utilize every options strategy discussed here. Levels 3, 4, and 5 all include much more sophisticated strategies that are advantageous to those who can use them, but are best suited to experienced traders who know how to manage a margin account effectively. These types of trades are outside the scope of this book. However, after you have established a familiarity and confidence in the strategies discussed here, you may want to examine these advanced strategies in greater detail. Commissions. We assume that I have been trading stocks now for some time and are used to the idea of paying a commission on the stock trades. Commissions apply to options just as well as stocks, but you will want to make sure that to check with broker because options commissions are usually slightly different than those for stocks. They're typically charged at a rate of around 150 per contract with the minimum commission fee for small contract numbers. Your, bro your broker can give you their exact commission structure. This commission will play a factor in evaluating your break-even and profit points in options trades, so make sure you understand it completely. Basic option terms. An option gives you the buyer the right, but not the obligation to buy or sell the stock that option is tied to at a specific price for a specific period of time. It is an instrument that you can use to reserve the right to buy or sell the stock at the price I want. If the stock moves in the direction I thought it would in the time frame of the contract, option securities are called contracts. Each contract controls 100 shares, thus immediately have control of 100 shares of the stock when I buy a single option contract. This may sound like a completely foreign concept to you at first glance. Options and their structure are not readily known or understood by the general investing public. So don't let any confusion dissuade from pushing into this in more detail. Let's try to simplify the concept and relate it to something that may seem more logical. It is usually helpful to think about the same concept as it applies to a different business. Let's use real estate. Suppose I found a home I'd like to buy, but don't have the cash to buy the home outright. Credit doesn't qualify for a mortgage to buy home with, 
and interest rates are high. So I sit down with current owner and propose to lease the property from the current owner for three years, after which I'll purchase the house for 100K. If the owner agrees, I both we both win. We get to move into the house right away while the lease contract gives me time to rebuild credit to get a loan for the house. The owner keeps the rights to the house and the title remains the same under his name. He'll also receive income from these lease payments with a lump sum at the end of the contract when I buy the house. To show that I'm serious, I give to show that I'm to show that they're serious, they'll they'll give me a non-refundable deposit of 5k up front. As part of the lease contract, I stipulate that at any time during the contract, I can purchase the house by giving I can they they could purchase the house by giving me a lump sum they've agreed to or sell the house or sell the lease contract to someone else. Two years later, they are ready to buy the house, but now the house is worth 150k. Now, I'm really excited to get the deal done because the lease contract stipulates purchase price is only 100k. Sounds like a great deal, right? Of course it is. Before jumping into this opportunity to have this house sold or them buying the house, think about the terms of the lease contract. I also have the ability to sell lease contract to somebody else if I decide I don't want to buy the house. Maybe I want to find somewhere else to live. The house is now worth 150, so lease contract should also be worth more than five deposit I paid to secure the contract. To figure how much the contract is worth, subtract the purchase price in the contract, 100K, from the current value of the price, 150, which gives 50,000. Subtract the deposit I paid of 5K, and I could sell lease option to somebody else for a total net profit of 45,000. I could either make 50 by purchasing the price, I could either make 50 by purchasing the house and selling it at the going market value of 45 by selling lease option or okay so I could either make 50 by purchasing the house and selling it at the going market value or 45 by selling lease option in the first case you would have to pay 100k to make 50 profit in the second you only it only cost you five you paid when you first entered into the contract options on stocks work in essentially the same manner as our real real estate example they allow you to make an investment based on the direction you think the stock is likely to move with a similar amount of money than it would take to buy the stock outright if I'm right about the move I can either exercise my option to buy the stock or sell the option to another investor just as the lease contract in our example increased in value proportionally more than the house did. Options also give investors the opportunity to realize greater gains than if they bought the stock outright provided the stock moves in their favor. This is a powerful concept I should make sure to remember. Options cost considerably less than would be required to buy the stock outright. If the stock moves in the direction I want, the amount of the move in my option will be greater as a percentage 
of initial investment than if I paid for the stock up front. This is called leverage. For any given stock move, options move more. There are two types of options. We'll describe them briefly here and give a more detailed example of each later in this chapter. Call, the right to buy a stock at a set price for a set period of time. Put, the right to sell a stock at a set price for a set period of time. The question is, when should a person use a call and when should a person use a, a put? When the market is stock, when the market is stock interested in is going up, call options will work. While put options will give you the opportunity to take advantage of, bull, of pullbacks and downtrends. Each of these types of options will be covered in more depth in chapters 3 and 4. Just the stocks trade on a stock exchange, options trade on an options exchange. For stocks, I have the New York Stock Exchange, the the American Stock Exchange, the the Nasdaq, and so on. Options are listed on the Chicago Board of Options Exchange. The CBOE operates on the same schedule as the stock market. Leverage. Leverage is the reason most people get excited about options, but remember that leverage can work against you just as well as for you. Remember that options decrease in value faster when the stock moves opposite to the contract, just as they increase in value faster when it moves in favor of the contract. This is why we should be very careful about taking large positions in any given option trade. Although you stand to make superior gains when right, you also could experience dramatically more severe losses when wrong. The higher volatility associated with options means that they don't fit every type of investor. If I intend to invest in options, I need to understand this concept thoroughly and make sure trading system is structured effectively around it. Options are aggressive and risky, but that doesn't mean that you can't create profit potential in them. You have learned how to use threshold zones to identify possible failure points to get out of a stock, as well as how stop losses can help you manage the downside risk. These same principles apply in options. Your options, your stop loss ranges are generally wider for options than they would be in stock, but you're still going to be using them. The point with options is the same as it is for stock. Cut your losses short and let your profits ride. Before we go further, there are some very important terms to understand about options. Let's look at them.